You are now about to witness wrestling knowledge at its finest. Sideline Junkies proudly presents the People's Choice, Don Rodriguez, the big guy, KG. They are the WrestleManiacs. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to Saturday Night. And as you know, Saturday night is owned by the East Coast famous. I ain't going to say world famous just yet. East Coast famous. Wrestle Maniacs. That would be the People's Choice, Don Rodriguez. Yo, yo. The big guy, KG. And, of course, we are your Wrestle Maniacs. So we here to do what we do best, baby. Bring you and, the mothership. And our special guest co-host, Little Jimmy. Yeah, let's give it up for Little Jimmy. I mean, Keith. Little Jimmy would say something, but <laughs> kind of don't talk too much. But we understand. Thanks, Jimmy. So, oh man, what a week! What a week! What a week! I have uh, somehow managed to uh, travel my way back down to South Kakalaki from uh, all the, the the crabs and cookouts and and Baltimore flavor. And DC flavor and Virginia traffic jams, but <laughs> <laughs> uh, never fails, man. Never fails. Like not uh, at all. Uh, but Richmond looked great. Big ups Rich- to uh, Mickey James. <laughs> yeah, your hometown looked great as I was uh, rolling through at about uh, 10 p.m. So everything worked out good. <laughs> and you say crabs? I mean, how many did you punish off in one sitting? Uh, about a half bushel, man. Perfect. You know, I only get it once a year. So if you don't go in, that's three hundred seventy-five dollars worth of what the heck is wrong with you? Mm-hmm. But as they say, we have next year. <laughs> can't wait. Speaking of can't wait, I cannot wait to talk about Raw Payment Edition, Week One, Day One. With all kind of goodness going on. Uh, first and foremost, uh, Paul Heyman politicking for something he always believes in is anytime somebody new takes over, you want to have new faces, new opportunities, new storylines, new events. And Raw had all of that. And on a new face category, he kind of pseudo called up the Street Profits, NXT Tag Team Champions, to appear on Monday Night Raw which was uh, a lot of uh, backstage politics. And as uh, we've been hearing uh, in reference to having NXT current champions on raw programming or main event programming while still defending and holding their titles back down in uh, NXT. But Hey, any good call up is a good call up street profits is one. Hopefully we get a lot more. Uh, I thought they, they brought a, a, a good flavor, as they would like to say, to it. You know, Red Solo Cup uh, sales have probably gone up 10,000% after Monday. But uh, I will say, and you can tell me what you think, I thought it was good to have uh, that crime time feel back on Monday Night Raw, man. That's something that was missing. And, of course, during the PG era, you don't have that. You don't have that edge. Mm-hmm. So, it gave it a little bit more edginess for Raw, so that's a good call. Yeah, I agree with that. And I only, and that's not a knock on Crime Time because 
Memphis are all cool. Uh, same thing with the New Day, but it was it was just good to to have that, you know, uh, that that feel that that like I said that flavor back in just something different because you know, truth be told, our truth can't do it by himself. Truth be told, the New Day can't do it uh, by themselves. So you know, to have somebody else there, just giving a, a different perspective and outlook on, on just uh performance capability but also some great comic relief and, and good backstage segments even on wwe.com was good to go and maybe that will also uh spark a little bit of ec3ness in that because ec3 has been rocking his uh or at least milking his solo cup moment from uh the um memorial day cookout that they had and his meme that spawned off of that, him holding up the red solo cup. So he's been doing that a lot and tandem with uh, Drake Maverick and his quest for the 24-7-7-11 European uh, championship <laughs> that uh, has been going around. And we'll get to that in a second. But outside of that one honorable mention with the Street Profits, the big news of the night, uh, which happened in the beginning of the night, was... That uh, Falls Count Anywhere match between um, Kurt Angle and Shane McMahon. Oh, sorry, sorry. I mean, uh, Sean Strowman and Bobby Lashley. What he destroyed, destroyed the Raw set. And, you know, on the – what would you – I would even call that a spear. I would just call that – excuse me. The pounce <laughs> around the world. Big shout out to the alpha male Monty Brown for that because Braun Strowman gave him the pounce. And Bobby Lashley went flying through that LED board, man. That was well worth it. They sold it well. Um, you know, all the, the pyro and everything that was going on behind the scenes was good. I mean, that was a moment that rolled over into SmackDown, and it really helped set the tone for the, the amount, in my opinion, of excitement that Paul Heyman is going to bring to Monday Night Raw. Yeah, and then, you know, whenever a set gets damaged like that, you know it's a new set getting ready to be rolled out. Oh, yeah. So. The, uh, the pow! That, that was, Dang it, bring back Monty Brown, man. God, I love those segments on, on uh, TNA. <laughs> oh, man. You, you, but do you know something? What's that? That Raw carried so much weight it transcended the wrestling community and it had non-wrestling fans talking about it. Because mm-hmm. I've seen people that I've never seen watch wrestling. It's like, oh man, maybe I need to start watching wrestling again. I haven't watched wrestling in years but damn, this happened? It, something like that that can spark an interest, especially in this age of social media is always good. And yep. you got new fans watching. So Raw and SmackDown even NXT, their ratings are about to really, really go through the roof. Yeah. I agree with that. And then uh, I was reading an article on how Vince is, is kind of starting to get that that fire in his eye again in reference to competition. I know they were calling it war in PW Insider, but I don't think it's war as of yet to the level of the Monday Night Wars. But uh, Vince is starting to get that, that uh, desire – that 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 foaming at the mouth, you know, hunger that he used to have when he was trying to destroy WCW and take down Ted Turner, and that is good for us, not good for Cody, <laughs> because man, if if 
Vince unleashes the dogs. And what I mean by that is the first movie's already made in, in this uh, human game of chess. Uh, that was a strong counteractive, which was Paul Heyman and Eric Bischoff. Mm. So that, that that's his first major move. The other ones were just little things here and there, like having a pay-per-view before and after an AEW event. Um, so that way he's kind of like masking them in the midst of WWE-ness, those type of things. But this is a, a, a his first major step forward in doing something. And then now... If he continues with that, AEW really has to come correct now. Really has to come correct. Because if this TV deal has any holes in it or any missed opportunity, Vince is going to destroy it. And we may even see something happen, as I'm thinking about it, that hasn't happened in quite some time. Hold on to your horses, kids. I think, and if it was me, if I was booking it, a.k.a. they're going to listen to us and probably do it anyway, I would put Clash of Champions on Fox and have that be a free pay-per-view like it used to be back in the day. Wow. Which, think about the dig on that. You have the Clash of Champions, an old WCW pay-per-view that used to air on what network? <laughs> TNT. Oh, TBS. And TNT, yeah. I mean, one time it was on TNT, so your old network's pay-per-view that was free, that was annual, that had moments with Ric Flair and Sting and everybody else in WCW is now on Fox for free? Oh, man. That would be the the the, the bottle cap challenge <laughs> from Donnie Yen. <laughs> so, you know, I don't know if you've seen that one. Yeah, I did. My man was blindfolded. Jason Satham killed it, too. But, man. That would be one hell of a dig. <laughs> now, if this happens, I'm telling you, we're going to submit this to TMZ because they are listening to it. I'm telling you, KG, if that if that pops up, hey, hey, uh, Harvey, I just want to let you know, WWE is kind of, you know, listen to our podcast. We just want to make sure people know about this. Exactly. And we don't want to sue. We just no, want a job. We, we just want credit. <laughs> Because somebody in creative is listening to this. Now, don't shy away creative just because we said that. Um, we just kind of just want to be a part of things. But, and we got some ideas, trust me. We got some ideas. <laughs> we will break the mold on WWE Network. <laughs> AEW what? They won't be talking about them. They'll be talking about the network for sure by the time we get done. But Classic Champions would be uh, sick to have that as a free pay-per-view. Not on a network, but on Fox. That would be, because they have UFC events. Mm-hmm. So why not have and it could be contractually already in there. Who knows? But that was uh as we were talking about, you know, a great moment to lead off the show with uh Strowman and Lashley. But let me say this. You said about uh Vince having a fire by playing human chess. See, one thing you can't do is you can't sit down and think you're gonna play chess with Vince and Kennedy McMahon. Mm-hmm. And this is a, a term that I ha- I like to use, and it's the same thing, you know, BJ. We always talk about when you think on that next level, you you know, you got a regular chessboard, everything's all set up. It's just one board. When you go to the next level, it's in a galactic chess where you're playing not mm-hmm. on one board, you're playing on four boards above each other on a slant, mm-hmm. and you got to make the right move on each board, or you lose the whole game. That's some Star Wars level chess right exactly. there. Exactly. 
Speaking of which, can't wait for December. Amen to that, man. Amen to that. But uh, yeah, it's going to be crazy. And just just add into that that thought process between you and BJ for Cody. He's still learning on the go. Yeah, and that's why he has to play everything close to the vest. In my opinion, he has to protect kayfabe, and he has to really carve his own niche on what they're planning on doing and what the flavor is going to be heavily. Like, I would have some AEW specials that will be happening in September that would be 30-minute cut-ins in the same time slot so that people could get used to AEW uh, being at whatever time slot on whatever day, and you have a 30-minute, this is what this is about, these are the the, the superstars or wrestlers, whatever their terminology they're going to use, uh, entertainers, whatever, um, to, to get people acclimated. They've got to do some smart stuff because if you're learning on a go with the, and then you want to go ahead and go up against a chess master, that's not happening. Exactly. Unless you want a, a beautiful mind level <laughs> of, you know, thinking 15 moves ahead on some Yu-Gi-Oh level, really. <laughs> then, <laughs> you know, trap cards and everything else that you have figured out 15 moves ago, then you really need to compete but you need to be like uh, those little chihuahuas that are just nipping at your heel just enough to be annoying but you're not doing any damage through my boot you're just there and it's just like god dang leave me alone that type thing but you're not doing any damage you're just there until you're able to, to pokemon evolve into a larger breed and that's still a year out from their tv deal because what they've done so far pay-per-view is cool but the TV deal is always the the, the thing that's going to drive forward, as Eric Bischoff said many times over, with the uh, sale of WCW. Right. I mean, you gotta you, you throw Pokemon in there. Hey, you got to evolve from Jigglypuff to Wigglytuff now. <laughs> oh snap! You go ahead. Let me find out. You know about some of them Pokemon. Hey, you know what? Everybody was chasing after Pikachu. I always chased after Jigglypuff. Once I got Jigglypuff and he sang you to sleep, it was over. Yeah, I ain't gonna lie. Jigglypuff was that G, but uh, still, you know, Pikachu for life. <laughs> but yeah, Jiggly saw going out then, you know, much love to the OGs, you know, Squirtle and, and Charmander and everybody else, you know, much love to the OGs. Now they got Crazy Mon and John Cena Mon, <laughs> Triple H Mon. I mean, we got too many Mons going on to figure out, you know, every time we turn around, it's like, what the heck is this thing? And I only say that because these plushies be coming into the store. I'm like, what the hell? I can't even, you know, it's just too much. But to all those people playing Pokemon Go, I'm quite sure you caught quite a few of them. True indeed. Speaking of catching quite a few, Maria managed to uh, catch a couple things that allowed her to become qualified as pregnant once again, which is interesting because uh, it's kind of weird. Well, her and Mike, but more so her, is getting a little bit more heat because they just signed a new deal with WWE only to be no longer available in essence because she's on restricted duty uh, around ringside because you obviously can't be taking bumps and be pregnant at the same time. That's a liability through light years. <laughs> mm-hmm. So signed a new deal, pregnant, uh-oh. And again, we talked about this a while ago as we were thinking about Ronda Rousey. It's kind of hard sometimes uh, for the women because guys, as you know, we're guys. We can just do whatever. Um, And the only consequence is, darn it, I got somebody pregnant. But we don't have to deal with the pregnant. 
Whereas women, you got two choices, career legitimately, or I have to step away. And hopefully you're at that level where you can step away to establish the family and see if you can come back. And more often than not, we're seeing that it's a little bit harder to do to karma uh, or awesome Kong uh, a good bit to actually come back into the fold of wrestling. Uh, Brie Bella is out. She just said, I'm retired. You know, she's focusing on other things, you know, birdie B and, and all that other stuff. Um, Ronda Rousey, as we know, is off trying to, but she's Ronda Rousey. She can handle that. She doesn't need that. She can take uh, a couple years off. She's got enough mm-hmm. <laughs> to be able to to survive. But uh, it's kind of hard to be able to make that decision. I mean, I feel for Natalia, I would love to see if it was possible. I don't know that situation, but, you know, Natalia to continue the heart legacy in that way as well. Um, I would like to see uh, Naomi. You know, I'd like to see a lot of, you know, other uh, superstars be able to have that opportunity, but it's kind of hard because that's the toll on the body that you have to come back from. And it's that double stand. I know a lot of people talk about uh, equal pay, but that's that's a whole other equal thing that I think needs to be figured out, at least in the sports entertainment world, because, you know, it's not like you can just take, you know, your your uh, maternity leave and then come back. You've got to take maternity leave, get in maternity shape. You've got to work out who in the world is watching your uh, your baby while you're on the road all this time and, and all those. Things. How do you balance that out? But wait, I remember a certain podcast broke all of that down. Well, yeah, we did talk about the, the breastfeed <laughs> stuff, but. Yeah, you know, but not only that. Wait to find out if somebody's listening to that episode. <laughs> <laughs> not only that, but when you're on the road, I, like, okay, let's let, let's use the sideline junkies for example. We were we getting pregnant. No, 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 no. We just gonna go on the road. <laughs> oh, okay. About to say, man, I, I'm down, but you know, <laughs> it's gonna be a hard sell. Talking about use use us an example, like, well, <laughs> no, no. I mean. Think about this. When you're on the road 300 days a year at the most, uh, you got a a family. You got a road family. And that goes for musicians, sports entertainers, anybody that's on the road that much. So it kind of sort of gets to the point where you're you're, you're close to people. And I'm saying it's possible. I mean, you may not want to raise your kid like that. But if you need to show up at shows – and you may need to go out and be around the ring. I mean, you got aunts and uncles. I mean, that's family right there that can watch the baby for a little while. While you still go out and make your paper, come on back. Y'all swap roles. They go out and do their thing. Everybody come back and play with the baby. You know, you got people that's going to have your back. Like if we we all went on the road and we so happen to take, you know, we got to take the younger kids or or, or we got to take uh, Delonte's uh, son or, or BJ's son. You know, they're, they're little. So, you know, Delonte and BJ got to get behind the mic. Somebody got to watch the boys. So you're saying Delonte and BJ are pregnant? <laughs> <laughs> I hope not. I'm just trying to figure out who's pregnant in this scenario. No, no, nobody's been, pregnant. Not that I'm ignoring <laughs> you, but I'm really waiting for you to be explaining who the heck is pregnant in this scenario. No, but now it's Delonte and BJ. No, got it. Nobody's pregnant. I'm talking about his Make sure you tell them. 
make sure you tell him tomorrow <laughs> on a Sunday rise that if we didn't mean to out the fact that they are pregnant. <laughs> oh, but man. if they need us to watch the kids, <laughs> we got them. Pretty much, that's the whole point. <laughs> if, 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 if your kids need to be watched, we all on the road together, and we on the road 300 days a year together. So that's 60 days at home. That's two months at home out of 12. So out of those two months, which are pretty much sporadic, three days here, four days there, you know, but when we're on the road, Delonte and BJ got to go make appearances. You know, you, myself, Junie, uh, Big Jim, we sitting in the Winnebago, you know, we, we doing what we got to do. So, hey, guess what? One of us got one kid strapped on, the other one got the other kid strapped on. We got controllers in our hands. We getting it done on something. Yep, because we are not pregnant. No, but that's what I mean. You know, of course, we, you... we took our birth control. <laughs> Those other two, they know better. <laughs> they were supposed to tell us they was trying. <laughs> we're good. We're the good kids. <laughs> but the... <laughs> oh man, wait till late it is. Oh. No, I'll... yeah, man, we're gonna get some. <laughs> we'll get some nasty videos. Just... <laughs> I bet you I get a FaceTime for BJ this time. <laughs> like, so, uh, uh, you out me on being pregnant, huh? <laughs> I'm like, well, I don't know what to tell you, man, but you need to get that check somehow. <laughs> like, your boo paying child support or what? We got to ride up on them? <laughs> Somebody got to pay for this Winnebago dag on it. Heck yeah, man. God dang. Well, actually, I'm quite sure all the media coverage, like, you know, two sideline junkies have been uh, found to be pregnant. They were recently outed on the WrestleMania X podcast, and now we are posted up outside their house to get the reaction from the other family members as to how these two grown-ass men became pregnant. <laughs> News at 11. <laughs> <laughs> we outside, yup, yup, I seen it, I seen it, I was there. Like, really? Heck no, man, I was trying to be there like that, but I was there the next day when they told me. <laughs> oh my god <laughs> the point is once she does her six weeks at home I, if she wanted to she can get back on the road because I mean we, we spend that much time together damn it we family and yeah. I mean being in a sports entertainment I mean that's a, a a role you and I would love I think anybody would love it you get to see a different city you get to you get to put on a show for fans, the wrestling community, WWE Nation in this instance. So, you know, I me personally, I, I'd probably be the, the 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 lead babysitter in WWE. You wanna bring your kids in the road? Oh, you got something to do? Send them on over. You know? I mean mm-hmm. I, I don't I don't club. I, I don't drink. I don't smoke. So KG's Playhouse. <laughs> Every wrestler's kid did. <laughs> like, oh God, including Paul Rubin. Like, what are you doing here? <laughs> but see, like, oh my God, it, it'd probably be the same thing it is with my kids. Like, I don't want to go back. I don't like playing him in 2K. He doesn't let us win. Win, let you win. No, you got to earn a win. You'll <laughs> That's take. Right. You'll take this L by seventy, and you'll like it. 
Meanwhile, Becky Lynch's two-year-old daughter's like, he could at least let me win. I'm like, God, he's over here whipping on the two-year-olds. Like, come on, man. I'm about to ruin everything. Trial by fire. That's how I learned how to play. I got my hand <laughs> in, in every game. All it made it made me hungry. I don't know where we're going with this man. <laughs> We've kind of gone off the rails. I guess talking about Becky Lynch uh, is a good segue into uh, Seth Rollins and Becky versus Andrade and Zelina Vega, which I think would be a, a lot more interesting um, matchup because Zelina and Becky have really been going back and forth on uh, Twitter as well as Seth and Zelina. Andrade's been pretty quiet because he over there, you know, living it up with the queen. So he ain't got time for all that tomfoolery. He over here getting his uh, woo on. Uh, mm. <laughs> which, again, if anything was to happen, Charlotte, KG's Playhouse is open from 7.30 a.m. to 7.30 p.m. We got extra hours for, you know, people from the Carolinas. So we got you. Just saying. Indeed. Don't speak Spanish. <laughs> so I know your, your kid may be uh, uh, bilingual, but, you know, just let him know. KG don't speak the Spanish. He's working on that. Best he can get is empanada, and that's from Taco Bell. Yeah. And that's probably because of, that's what I asked him when I put my order in to go pick up. So uh, <laughs> so that is uh, the, one of the, the main event matches for week two of Paul Heyman's Raw. And then SmackDown was pretty interesting. But before that, honorable mention for AJ Styles versus Ricochet versus the re-debut of the club, uh, all wrapped up into one on Monday Night Raw, which we could see the writing on the, raw, the wall anyway, um, that uh, AJ Styles and the Good Brothers were going to be reuniting. I still think that they need to bring one more person into that mix, which would be Finn Balor. Because that would be a huge Paul Heyman-esque upset right there. Nobody would be expecting Finn Balor to join the club, but why not? He's already a part of it. Yeah, and pretty founder. Much. But um, that that would be pretty exciting. Legally, can they use that? Can they use, uh, like, the official name Bullet Club? If they drop the PG, yeah. So that's not a copyright thing because, I mean, you know, you got – I mean, with you got you got founding members and stuff like that. I mean, New Japan is like Switzerland. You know, you cut them a check. You know, they're like, "Hey, man, we work something out. We send some superstars over there. We we do something really cool. Why not?" Okay, they gotta do too much. It's not like you know they were pulling uh, something from uh, TNA or something, and, and you're trying to to get beer money. Oh, without owning TNA. Oh, don't, 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 don't tempt me with beer money. Jeez, I've been asking for beer money for what? For for almost a year since we've been doing this. I've been asking for beer money. Just, just hold tight. I'm just going to ask you a question. What time does TNA programming come on TV? Uh, I couldn't tell you what time it comes on TV. I can tell you what time it comes on Facebook. I, I guarantee you, hopefully in the next six months, you'll be able to tell me what time TNA program is available on the WWE Network. <laughs> That's called uh, On Demand. Yeah. <laughs> so, just hold tight, my friend. Just hold tight. You may have that beer money uh, opportunity. Who knows? You know, but Who knows? We, we talk about TNA and you got beer money. 
You had the uh, I'm, t- I'm sorry, Team 3D, but then you also had the main event mafia later on down the line. Mm, yes, and the Aces and Eights. Oh my goodness! I mean, it, they had so much stuff. And can you imagine if Paul Heyman gets in Vince's ear and says, "Just buy TNA." You took at ECW. Just buy TNA for one reason only. Get ready. Can you imagine an Ultimate X match in WWE on Raw with people like Ricochet, <laughs> AJ, AJ Styles, St- oh my God, and one more Samoa Joe? I mean, we talking you know two hundred five. Actually, just put it on two hundred five live. Those guys with an Ultimate X title. Oh my God. That would be insane. Wow, wow, that, wow. That would that would just be insane. Man. So that I mean, you know, why not? Just buy them. You, you, but you get know, it over with. You know what? We talk about the club or the bullet club, which they should be called, but think about everybody that, that's been through. Even Cody Rhodes has been in the bullet club. hmm So what if Cody Rhodes Big Dig right there, right? Yeah. Big dig. But what if they see? This is what I'm talking about. My, my <laughs> now I'm, I'm sitting here. I've been a little down since this morning, but sitting here talking to you, my my brain is starting to click, starting to turn. My pilot light is on, the burner's on, the the water's on the stove. I'm ready to cook. Light it up. You got right now in WWE. You got Adam Cole, AJ Styles, exactly. Doc Gallows. Oh, oh, Luke Gallows. I mean, uh, you got Carl Anderson. Mm-hmm. Uh, who else is in? Uh, ben Balor. Right. Okay. You have them. That's their Bullet Club. Over in AEW, you have Cody. Mm-hmm. Uh, Young Bucks. Young, Young Bucks, Matt Jackson, Nick Jackson. You have Kenny Omega and Hangman Page. That's there. And then also you got Brandy Rhodes. Are you talking about a DC uh, Marvel crossover type moment? Wait, you just come, are you trying to are you trying to lead that in there, man? Pretty much, you come together and you make this money. You give the fa- that's what it's all about. You give the fans what they want. Make this money, and that that would be I know it'd be crazy, but that would be Triple H reaching out to Cody and be like, "Look, y'all do you, we do us." We can do digs. We could do all these things because all's fair in love and war because it's going to bring you money and it's going to bring us money. Hey. We've been complacent for too long. Real talk is real talk. We've been complacent for too long being the big, the big fish in the pond and there's nobody else to come in. But if you watch any Animal Planet, Nat Geo Wild, BBC Planet Earth episode, all, what do you see? You see a young upstar come up and then... The, the, the older uh, one has to fight, and the next thing you know, the older one's on alert all the time. Just keep an eye out, and the young one's just plotting and planning. But if they work it together, like you said, once in a while, we just have a crossover, man. Because think about it. You got World Rumble and WrestleMania close together. You got SummerSlam, and then really there's nothing and Survivor Series. Uh, so what's happening in the early after WrestleMania? Like in that, you know, May, April, May, well, say May, June-ish. You know, you could kind of do something right around then that would reboot and fire up both franchises. Right. 
and that would carry you into to SummerSlam or let SummerSlam be the tie-in moment and everybody just gets a big check. You know something? The 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 run-ins is that's getting old. Mm-hmm. That's that that's old. And and you know, we've been through the whole alliance and defecting thing that's getting old. You got to come up with something new where not only do you start a competition with AEW, but it's a friendly competition, but you put them on their feet. So you're like, okay, you're up and running. You're making money. And basically just saying, okay, you're giving them a good push to get to the top of the hill so they can get flowing. I mean, legitimately. And because doing these pay-per-views, it's, it's okay. You got everybody's, you know, running, but you're not constantly getting your name out. That's like us doing uh, a WrestleManiac show once a month. We're not going to get anywhere. Mm-hmm. But just to give them that push, this is what you do. You push them. All right. Take the digs. Do what you got to do, but cause controversy. And we're going to do it together. We're going to take digs each other, like you said. And, and, and we're going to put on a show for the wrestling community. It's not about me beating you, you beating me. Let's get this money. It's enough money out here for us to get it all together. Because yep. really and truly, outside of AEWWE, we very – what time does Ring of Honor come on? <laughs> Midnight, 1 o'clock, whenever the heck it wants to on a Saturday. Who knows? What time does New Japan come on? You, can't you YouTube that? I, I got it on DVR. <laughs> <laughs> Whenever it shows up, I got it. I don't even. It, it, it was on the network, and I think that network got pulled off of uh, Spectrum, so I don't think it's there. I, I don't know. And like you say, when, when does Impact come on? I watch it on Facebook. Impact? Man, that's not even down here, man. See? It's like, what network? Impact? I can't even find that on the, the daggone impact. <laughs> it used to, I, I don't know. But that's your competition. Those two, AEW, AEW came in and leapfrogged everybody to number two. Immediately. Take Immediately. It, take advantage of it. It's not, yeah. it's not, it doesn't make you any less of a man, any less of a competitor to go pick up the phone. Vince, I did this. I'm ready to go to the next level. I want to stand shoulder to shoulder with you. And then once we stand shoulder to shoulder, you know what we do? We swerve it on. Old school style. Make it look like, oh, yeah, everything's good. Bing. We start beefing. And, you know, you kind of sort of split. Cody Cody and and, and, uh, Brandy just show up walking down, you know, no camera, no light on them. And then they just walk out and then ask two people to get up in the front row and sit down. OG stuff. Mm-hmm. Territorial wrestling at its finest. Now you know Cody, Cody's day. The great Dusty Rhodes was one of the greatest bookers I've ever had the chance of watching matches. And he did it territorial. He did it in WCW. He did it in WWE. Mm-hmm. You know how to put this stuff together. But if you say, hey, we do this, we give him the old territorial swerve. You know, we do it at a house show. Everybody's going to be talking about it. But now you can't, you keep kayfabe at a house show to a point, but everybody's going to be talking about it. And then when they finally see it on a televised show, Mm -hmm. the next thing you know, 
two weeks down the line and look like it's a great working partnership and AEW's numbers are great, WWE numbers are great, and then AEW just says, you know what, bow, here's a chair to the back of the head, I'm taking over. And the next thing you know, it just set Twitter on fire, it just set Instagram on fire, it mm-hmm. set Facebook on fire, because nobody's seen it coming. Yep, Every, but us. Right, because, <laughs> you know, we, we, we flesh these things out. Everybody would be more looking at WWE to make the swerve to try to crush AEW, not AEW trying to take WWE out. See what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. I'm, I'm, and it's, it's all good for the industry. Yes. And that's what it's all about. It's all just good for the industry. Because if you get everybody talking, you get everybody interested, then what's the residual? Everybody is, you know, going back to how it used to be in the 90s, how it used to be in the early 80s. On the WCW side, well, you had the North and the South, basically, the North and the South. Uh, you know, WCW uh, and NWA versus WWF and WWF, WWWWF. It's a lot of W's, <laughs> <laughs> you know, and all that stuff going on and, and everything else. But everybody was talking about what happened equally. And then you would have the conversation, man, if Ric Flair was up there, Hulk Hogan would be done, son. You know, and all those different level of, of, of comparisons and conversations and stuff like that. And you can have that again because the ultimate match of any crossover, Marvel versus DC style, which you would have to do a coin flip or best out of three that would end in uh, a no contest tie, would be Becky and Seth versus Brandy and Cody. Ooh. Ooh. That's all you need. One match. I mean, one whole night, one match. That would be the Proving Grounds pay-per-view. That would be a Proving Grounds pay-per-view. Uh, and that would be the, 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 the mesh, you know, the, the Marvel versus DC, you know, uh, X-Men versus Street Fighters, you know, all mm-hmm. those famous crossovers that have happened. And that, that why can't you have that? You know, we had WCW versus NWO, but even though it was all one thing, but it was still technically two different brands at that point. Why can't you have that just to have it? Because it's just good. It's unexpected. And then, you know, you you have the the coin flip and you have everybody's input. And, you know, that match can't end in a one wins and one doesn't, unless you know you're going to stretch it out by three and and have a, a rubber match. But if not, then... And these to lead into one of those just overall brawls where everybody comes out and it's a no contest and that's how you're in the pay-per-view. Nobody's going to complain about that finish. Not at all. And then because you've got all the rosters just opening up and they're just brawling and battling and people going through tables and all that. And, and you, you can't even finish the match because, you know, they ripped the ring up and it's just destroyed. The whole place is destroyed. Announcers are, are pushing each other. Um, and, and trying to fight for space because they've been bickering back and forth. It's just total pandemonium chaos. And we just can't, we're, we're running out of time, folks. We can't even finish this. And then it just cuts out. Then you know what you do? To be quite honest, you want the money. You go to the big house in Michigan. And that's where you hold your pay-per-view at. You do it from Michigan. No, I wouldn't even go there, man. No, you go from Staples Center. No, see, the reason why I say from Michigan, 
113,000 for a football game. Now, imagine once you got the ring in the middle oh, yeah. and then you put oh, yeah, the, the seats on the ground, you're going to have about 140,000. Yeah, because that way that, that's a big uh, that's a big ticket right there. Everybody, you split that down the middle, that's a big chunk of change. That's more than AEW would ever do uh, at this current stage. And then you got part for the course for WWE. Yeah, you got the network, you got pay per view. Everybody's going to want to see it. And then I, I'm not saying, oh, well, you know, you got to bring out the Undertaker. You got to bring. No, 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 no. You let NXT, AEW, the young stars of the main roster, you let them carry this show. This is what everybody wants to see. You give the people what they want, what they've been asking for. You mm-hmm. give me Velveteen Dream. Mm-hmm. You give me uh, Shayna Baszler. Bianca Belair, you give me all of them on a grand stage like this against AEW talent, and you just let it flow, and then you just sitting, Vince, Cody, the cons, they're just sitting there. Forget counting money. This is this is not the the, the '80s and the '90s. We got machines to count the money. Oh yeah, they just dropping money in there and just letting it count. Up, oh, that's twenty thousand right there. Wrap that up. Oh yeah, and then the new T-shirt sales. Oh my god! You take it to the, the serious level. You got the the half AEW, half WWE T-shirt. Oh man! I mean, merchandising would be through the roof. It would be you would make so much money hand over fist from one event. Mm-hmm. Worlds collide, or whatever you want to call it. Uh, you know, War Zone. Uh, who knows? Whatever. It would just be insane but it'd be a huge shot in the arm and, and, and validate AEW that the, now the, the riptide of this and, and the ripple effect would be it would kill TNA it would really cripple Ring of Honor unless you brought them in well I would bring Ring of Honor and Impact TNA whatever you want to call it what? AEW or WWE somebody needs to absorb them Yeah, and then go because they, they, they are Floating, and yeah. I blame Dixie Carter. I'm sorry. Once she got a hold of the company, she forced Jeff Jarrett out. When she brought Hogan in, that was a pretty good move. But then once she forced Hogan out, yeah, everything just went to sugar, honey, iced tea. Yeah, and then they had other people buy. I mean, it just it was really old school WCW all over again. Where you had people that didn't really understand the industry owning it, owning large shares of it and making decisions and, you know, too much was going on. Now, the only thing I don't agree with Hogan when he came in was getting rid of six sided ring. That should have never left. Mm-hmm. That's what set him apart. Going to traditional ring was stupid. Um, unless it was the old school WCW spinning ring that was on WCW Saturday night. I love that. That was just cool when you see the ring spinning around. But um, uh, yeah, the six-sided ring has always been their staple. That's what it was about. That's what set them uh, to be a conversation piece. They just needed to really curate their stuff a little bit more and then have been good to go. But uh, I mean, that, that's that's just our two cents on the matter. Hint, 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 hint. And since we still want so good, we we, we you know we're gonna do this tonight, man. What's that? We ain't even going we ain't even gonna go to commercial. Ooh. The hell with him. 
We ain't no daggone commercial break. We ain't paying nobody until we get paid. We going on strike Uh-oh. until we get our WWE AEW check. Yeah. Because um, <laughs> once you see, and I, you, you didn't came up with the name of the pay-per-view, When Worlds Collide. That's it. That's it right there. We didn't came up with the pay-per-view, the venue, what needs to take place, how it needs to be done. And then the merchandiser. Chick, what is it that we don't do here at the Saturday Night WrestleManiacs presented by the Sideline Junkies? Exactly. Do we have to go out and actually wrestle too? I wouldn't mind. Yeah, I wouldn't mind either. I mean, I'll take the bump. I'm not going to lie to you. Dudley's was to show up and do 3D. Oh, you took, you put me through the table. I'll sell it like Mae Young. I'm telling you now. <laughs> <laughs> and speaking of selling it, I am now more so a Drake Maverick fan than I was when he was with AOP. The I'm looking at Truth and Drake Maverick like Laurel and Hardy. I know that's an old school thing, so let's bring it new school. Maybe Jackie Chan and Chris Tucker. Uh, or maybe newer school um, uh, Donald Duncan, Uncle Scrooge. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> But the, the 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 comedic timing and the flow and the feel of their social media presence is amazing. You know, from Truth doing uh, his Old Town Road with uh, the belt having the hat to Drake Maverick on his honeymoon, pretty much just praising the belt and his wife, Lord bless her soul, is just standing there being part of this whole thing. I mean, it's it's. It's just great, man. They're a great comedic duo, and it's making it interesting. And it's truth is getting recognition upon recognition upon recognition on how he is one of, as we talked about, the couple reasons that people are tuning in before this past Monday to Monday Night Raw and SmackDown Live because they want to see what's going to happen next. What's the next chapter of? Uh, you know, the, at first it was just the, 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 the truth situation. Now Drake Maverick is, is starting to, to match truth. So we've got a whole other battle of uh, comedic timing and, and interest and opportunity on social media from those two, which is a breath of fresh air when we have uh, other people complaining and bickering and fighting and all this other stuff on social media. I mean, it's it's I don't know if you've seen any of this honeymoon stuff, man, but it is high hilarious i've been catching bits and pieces uh like you know i told you before we went on air I, i've been so wrapped up in uh where Kawhi Leonard would sign and uh trying to get in contact with uh the washington wizards and tell them to sign boogie cousins and i've been so wrapped up in that trying to catch everything at once i've been doing a lot of homework and geez i did not see all of it but I will say this. Uh, I remember when you first said that you were a fan of Drake Maverick when he was with AOP, and I was like, yeah, I, I really don't like him like that. What made me a fan? Uh, well, I, I became a fan slowly. Then the WWE Hall of Fame happened, and him taking control of the situation with the, the clown trying to take down the legendary Bret Hart Mm-hmm. And him restoring order, I, 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 
big respect for everybody that was sitting right there, and I just became even bigger fans of them. But now this, now mind you, let me go ahead and preface, I wasn't a fan of the belt because that's not the way the People's Choice Don Rodriguez laid it out. But what they're doing, oh my goodness. This right here is literal swagging out of WWE. That's what that is. That's what I'll call it. Because it it is beautiful. And it just keeps you glued. Mm -hmm. Because you never know when a new video is going to drop. And then once it does drop, you like, you know, let me go see what this is. And then you go and it's something hilarious. So I'm 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 in love with it. Um Renee Michelle, she needs a hug. <laughs> Bailey will take care of that. <laughs> but what we really need to do, you think you slick. You were not slick. You totally omitted the fact that in the midst of everything else that you was doing, you were in contact with a nice little show up there in Stanford, Connecticut called the Maury Povich Show to try to get Delante and BJ on a show to figure out who those kids' mom is. <laughs> wait, wait, time out, time out. See, that's the thing. He may be in Connecticut, but Maury Povich got D.C. roots, baby. <laughs> yeah, he do. He do. So you said he going to drive on down to figure this? I mean, he probably would. Well, you know. Or your own location. You, you know, he probably still got a home here. I'm very sure of that. I can see it now. <laughs> BJ like, man. I'm a thousand percent positive that she's the mama. You know, no, actually, more. I'm ten thousand percent positive. I'm telling you, Maury. I'm telling you. <laughs> oh my goodness. Oh man. Oh God. And please, Lord, please let it be. When it comes to little BJ, you are not the mama. Like, ah. Oh, he got to open it. He got to get up and run in the back. <laughs> <laughs> like oh like do you know who it may be uh we can test them <laughs> like oh god oh man i'll tell you out the wazoo for that episode oh my god oh man yeah you gonna be in some trouble man we about to <laughs> talk about wars <laughs> me what you you flesh this you one. Why am I in you trouble? can't be you can't be Switzerland on this one, dog. Even though you're on both all the shows, you can't be Switzerland. You're gonna have to take a side. And you started this. You said they were pregnant. So it's not my fault. <laughs> wait, wait, wait. Okay. You took the lesson that I was trying I was trying to teach and you turned it and you twisted it. You made you said pregnant. the sideline junkies that did you say because we all dudes. So you said, yeah, and Lante and, and BJ, so obviously they're pregnant. That ones. wasn't the point. The point was we can all go on the road and we take the littlest of the children, but if they got to make appearances, sign autographs, you know, we got Because they're the pregnant ones. That's what we were talking about. <laughs> the whole thing was about the pregnant person <laughs> that had the baby got to work and then somebody got to watch the kids. That's the only thing I get out of it. Oh, okay, okay, okay. Maybe, just maybe. No, I'm going to try to pull it back now, man. You're not Switzerland no more. You you in this as deep as I am. Oh, man. You change your diapers just like I am. You know, you out there in Maury's crowd talking about, I knew it, Maury. I knew it. <laughs> I knew it. Oh. I knew she was the mama. I knew it. They look just alike. Look at those noses, Maury. Look at those noses. <laughs> you can't figure that out. 
Oh man. Oh man. I, yep. I'm into it. That DNA test is true for it. Oh, we definitely get paid then. So, uh, since we've been having some fun, let's talk about getting real raw in our conversation. Let's talk about actually uh, (laughs) WWE getting quote unquote raw this week with Corey Graves saying, Holy, well, he said it more. We might as well say it. Holy shit. Um, When. We had that huge spot between Braun Strowman and Bobby Lashley. And word on a street is that it was actually a scripted event, which means that WWE pulled away from the PGs to go ahead and inject some some extra oomph into this situation to really show uh, and combat AEW that they are willing to start to break out of the mold of what we've been subjected to for so long. Huh. Yeah, exactly. Dun, dun, dun. So, who knows what may happen next? I mean, first we had the the, the, the question mark around with Sami Zayn actually saying AEW. Uh, I think that may have been a precursor. And now we've got, you know, some questionable statements. I wonder what's going to happen next week. Are they going to, you know, get a little bit more risque and, and, and controversial and what they have. I mean, does that mean that Bray Wyatt can go a little bit further? Does it mean that, you know, the Street Profits can actually have something in the Solo Cup? What Juice, but, you know. I mean, you know, well, you gotta, it's gotta be 5% juice and 95% gin, but I mean, it all <laughs> depends on how you want to do it. You always gotta have a little something-something in your cup now. Coming from the man that doesn't drink, but <laughs> yeah, that's true. But he will kill a milkshake, though. I can tell you that much. Hey, that was good, man. It's hard that to find a good, a uh, good milkshake. That is true. Speaking of milkshakes, I'm gonna tell you right now: the chronic, straight up chronic, is that um, uh, oh gosh, uh, that cake batter shake at Sonic. That will shut you down. Mm. It will shut you down. So make sure you hit them up uh, after eight when they're uh, half off on uh, all beverages and shakes and get you a taste that will change you. And who knows? It may be uh, aphrodisiac. You may get pregnant like Delonte and. <laughs> um, Ooh, you know what? <laughs> Forget getting a text, an email. I'm going to get a telegram and a mail. And st- I only make 72 cents a show. I mean, geez, I'm gonna get fined seventy five dollars for this. Heck yeah, man! Shoot, they may have you paying child support. <laughs> <laughs> wow, you got put in on this. You then really got us done. Oh man, but <laughs> yeah, that, that was pretty interesting. You know that uh, that was part of what was allowed this week, and you know, I guess it was cool that Corey Graves got the honor to go ahead and and break the fourth wall finally. And then who knows, man? We may get a little bit of all hell yes and Austin three sixteens and kiss my asses uh, commercials going on. Why not? Because it's about we're about due for a new style of Stone Cold Steve Austin shirt to be aired on WWE programming. It's, it's been a minute, so uh, you, got, you got to keep that license going. Did you see his tweet after residuals. that? No, no, I didn't. I didn't get you to see his. There's so much that's going on. His tweet after he said it, he said, "Oh man, the fine for this," and then put a bunch of money bags behind it. 
<laughs> so meanwhile, it, what were you saying? No, I mean, so if it was scripted, hmm. That's good that Stone Cold is still watching. Yeah. It'd be better if he was there. But it's good that he's still watching. Hey, I like it. Shout uh, out to Stone Cold. Let, let me rephrase that. He said, thinking of starting a GoFundMe page for this. Fine. Hashtag raw. And then it's three bundles of money after it. I contribute. To our GoFundMe, which is get us on Raw, God dang it. Get us a ticket to get over there. Yeah. I'm telling you, we need our own show on the network. Y'all love it. I guarantee you. I mean, geez. They, they... We'll at least have you talking. We don't care what you say. As long as you're talking, that's all that matters. As long as you are talking. Well, they, they, they love this one. I mean, look how much they listen to it. Look how much they borrow from it. Well, hopefully don't listen on certain segments because they really will be sending the media over to two people's houses. Whew. Mm. KG's responsible for that. One. Well, okay, if I'm responsible for that, you know what my punishment should be? If you're going to send the media to Delonte and BJ's house, that's cool. I'm okay with that, but you got to send Liv Morgan and Nia Jax to mine and have Ember Moon Drive. All right. That should be my punishment, you know. I, I so you can get pregnant? <laughs> if I'm lucky. <laughs> <laughs> and that's where we're going to this next segment, ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> oh my gosh, if I'm lucky. That oh man. Yep, we're a creepy old men. Mm-hmm. So uh one thing I wanted to get your opinion on, and I know we talked about it before, but the most recent one is between uh is with uh Dana Brooke. And it's this was I don't know, man. It's it's kind of like God. Is it for for Dana Brooke to start bickering and and stuff like that with somebody? It's like has it gone too far to where divas? Uh, and I'm calling them divas on this one because when you're you're not kayfabing and you're just going back and forth, having you know just open air beefs about stuff that's you know like. You haven't had a match in this amount of time. Oh, stop stealing my moves and this and that. And the person that she's beefing with was another shocker, being Ember Moon. And these two are are having these conversations back and forth that's like over a a top rope suplex. It's like, come on. Why are we going through this, man? I was like really upset about it because we – it's to me. It's like you're pushing back on the progress that we've had because it comes to that you know unspoken rule that nine out of ten times women can't work alongside each other because they're beefing for some stupid reason. But you know something that's funny. You threw Ember Moon in there. Now, one thing I can say about Ember Moon, and I, I, I follow her on Instagram and Twitter, and she is one of the most positive tweeting Instagram. I mean, just her. She shows her work. Yeah, but she started it. But that's the wild part about it. That right there lets me know it's kayfabe because she doesn't start anything with anybody. No, man. I don't think it was because it's like some. Why are you commenting on it? And all Dana. No, now I know Ember Moon has as a, a streak, and she can. You know, she can light up somebody. But Dana Brooke has been to this time 
you know, I'm trying to do my best and I'm going to be, you know, the bigger person. I'm going to get up and pick myself up. And all she was doing was just showing, hey, I got more moves in my repertoire, you know, that type of thing. And then Ember's like, yeah, you may want to stop copying people's moves. Like, what? Where the heck this come from? And then it just ping pong from there. And then in, in typical social media fashion, guess what happens? All these other people start chiming on in, mm-hmm. but they were really chiming in to uh, negatively talk about Ember. Like, Ember, when did you get a uh, license on a suplex? And, and stuff like that. So it was, I don't know, man. This time it was like, okay, this is one of those that shouldn't even be. But it's got the fans up and rolling. And the thing is, we talked about it two weeks ago when we were talking. Maybe it was two or three weeks ago, but we talked about it several times over the last month and a half about Dana Brooke and her evolving. This might be a part of her evolution. Where she well, she she evolve into what we talked about, where she becomes two faced. Yeah, uh, I'm just saying. The thing is, it's the social media period, especially Twitter. Look what it did for Becky Lynch. Look what it did between when her and Ronda Rousey started going. Then it became her and, and Natalia. Then it became her and Beth Phoenix. Then it Edge jumps in. So. It's going. It's such entertainment, and you got the fans involved, and they're choosing sides, and this, that, and the other. Like I'm looking at uh, Ember Moon's um, her her Twitter feed right now, and uh, 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 it's a guy, the Ronnie Brand, said Ember's been doing it since her NXT days. It's even labeled as such in a clip from her match against Oscar on WWE's YouTube. Ember Moon drills Oscar with a painful. Tornado suplex. So, I think it's doing what it's supposed to do. I don't know, man. I just, I would like to see it just be noticeably kayfabe. But that's the thing. They blur those lines. Yeah, but I mean, you know, they're making it to where you can't even tell a line at this point. Yeah. But that, that, it's, that the other ones I gotcha because Becky Lynch beefing with somebody, and you know that's that's just you know that that Becky sass um, at going off on somebody. All right, I got it. It's expected. But these two, like I said, it was just like what the. I was ready to uh, tweet Stephanie like, "Yo, you need to solve this mess." I'm getting pissed now. So but hopefully, they, there's no more super beefs that come out of it from like you know anybody else. <laughs> I don't need Renee Young getting to a beef with, uh, you know, Zelina Vega or something. Or, you know, I, I don't want to see any, any crazy stuff like that. But think about it like this. You have, and, and we, we take it back even further than that because Becky Lynch gets the credit for it. And sitting here thinking, Nia Jax, after the whole uh, uh, face breaker thing, everybody goes in on Nia Jax about, uh, breaking Becky's face, but that right there, it pushed Becky further to the top. It pushed her even more because we had to wait three months for her to get that title match. So that was a, a good thing. But the thing is, everybody came at Nia. Nia came right back. She started fighting back with uh, against 
superstars against fans, everything. And then when Becky did it, same thing. She started going against superstars, but everybody was so, you know, she was so over it. Everybody was so behind her. It was cool. Same thing. Because the choosing sides, Ember Moon, she's trying to get back to where she was pre-injury because she was hot. I mean, she she always hot, but she was hot. There you go. <laughs> but she has to get back to that level of hotness where she was because her name was thrown around whenever we talked about challenges for the women's title. Ember Moon's name always came up. We have to get back to that point. This is one way to get her name out there. And anybody, Dana Brooke, it's a way for her to get her name out there. You you can build your character, your reputation on social media by going back and forth. Then when you finally meet each other, oh, what was all that she was talking on Twitter? Get the referee, ding, ding, ding. We got a 15-minute match, no commercial. Let's get it. And then you just go out, tell a story. And next thing you know, you just started a feud that may last a month or two with the culmination being a pay-per-view. Mm-hmm. But I, that's the way I see it. That's just the way I, I'm looking at it. And I, I mean, I understand you on the other side of it, but normally I rock right with you. I can't rock with you this time. I love it. I'm with you, man. On a side note, how come Quentin Rampage Jackson ever made that transition and went over to uh, sports entertainment? I think you would have been crazy. Yeah. I think you'd have been like uh, the black version of Ken Shamrock, just losing his mind, howling, and then just start beating somebody down. Agreed. I, I think it would I mean, be to, absolutely amazing. I'm going to have to tweet him about that. Like, yo. Rampage, when the hell are you going to get get your behind over there on the other side of the street? Just saying. But, man, uh, no commercials. We went hard tonight. What horde. Well, uh, uh, that's what we do. We had some exposés. <laughs> yeah, I'm about to rack now and see. We're talking about GoFundMes. I need, I'm going to start a GoFundMe because I got to raise some money because I know I'm going to be fine collectively because, you know, these are things we vote on. And I don't get a vote in this one since I'm involved. And uh, You're doing a GoFundMe. I'm going to do a GoFindMe. <laughs> I'm dipping out. Like, where, where's that fool at? Like, that wasn't me, man. I'd be like Shaggy. It wasn't me. <laughs> <laughs> Heard you on a podcast? It wasn't me. <laughs> uh, Heck no, man. That's that other Rodriguez with the U in it. <laughs> That's that ain't this one. <laughs> uh, see, see, see that? Your tag team partner leave your high and dry holding the bag. Heck yeah, man. Talk about getting fines. Like, shoot, I'm dipping out. Um, I got kids. <laughs> I do too. I'm not sure that. I'm not sure that. I got kids. <laughs> man. Slater, I'm joining you, man. God dang. I'm about to be where you and Ryder are. Who knows? But maybe that'll change in the next couple of weeks. Man. We may see them back on programming. But until then, I'm hiding out with y'all. Oh, man. Just leave me so hanging. I, 
Well, you might as well go ahead and tell them where they can listen to us at, so that way you can make some extra money to get paid to be able to uh, still do this next week. Well, look here, y'all. Of course, y'all can hear us right here on Anchor. I'm, I'm just, I'm just saying. You can go on over to sidelinejunkies.com, and everything separated: wrestling, basketball, football. So you got the WrestleManiacs under one section. Uh, the last couple of weeks of the Sunday Rise, the Tuesday Night Flight, and the Thursday Night Throwdown have been pretty much majority basketball under one section. You can find the Redskins perspective under the football section. So, and then, you know, whenever we talk about some gaming, whatever we notice new, uh, that the people's choice, Don Rodriguez, let's, you know, just, let's it go. Let's just spill out. And it's like, you know, you, you he, he can't just give you a little bit of it. He got to give you all of it. So we got that there too. But you can hear us on Apple, uh, uh, Apple Podcasts. Not you know the iTunes section, but the podcast, uh, Spotify, Google Podcasts, Stitcher, Overcast, Pocket Cast, Radio Public, iHeart Radio, TuneIn, Player FM. Uh, what did I miss? What did I miss? What did I miss? Castbox, Breaker, Podbean. You know all of those, and don't forget Sideline Junkies twenty four seven at gmail dot com and social media. Sideline Junkies, all one word on Twitter and Instagram. Sideline Junkies colon podcast on Facebook. So plenty of posts. Whenever a show is is done, the link is right there for you. Mm -hmm. And soon to be coming, I got to send with KG some photos from the two of us taking over David Buster's last week. And uh, labor and delivery photos from two sideline junkies <laughs> giving birth. Uh, <laughs> all that'll be up on the web. No, that won't be there. Those parts. I mean, unless we could kind of fudge that, that'd be pretty awesome. But um, we'll see how that works out. Oh, just going to automatically get me in trouble. Just yeah. okay. Okay. I now, I'm not going to lie to you, though. I figured Junie would be pregnant too, but I guess he just he his cycle came off, so he's good. <laughs> you know what? I love you, Bernard. I'm putting it so, so this is done and this is this is done and edited and posted. I'm I'm sending it to all of them. Like, look what Don said about you. No, no, because you know, Bernard, though, man, you like get that. Like, man, like, man, I woke up like, oh, it's, I'm good. I'm good. Everything's okay. Everything's okay. Just missed out. But you you named two other people. So I was like, what? <laughs> uh, man, if anybody could, you know, skate through and, and miss out, that'd be BJ, man. Whoa. We... When he hear this, when he, he should have been on this episode, but no, nah, he skated out and lucked out. He probably off on assignment. Uh, trying to find the baby registry and all that stuff, but nope. Oh my god! You had to go ahead. You had to go ahead and out of me. I, I didn't do it. I swear I didn't. That's not the point that I was making. <laughs> that had nothing to do with what I was saying. That's what I got of it. Just, my whole point making. was, if we all went on the road, six sideline junkies on the road, we got two young kids. 
and who those kids belong I understand to. that, but they belong to them. But if they have to go make appearances, somebody got to watch the kids. They can't take the kids with them. You keep missing out on who had the kids. Okay, it, that was the whole point. It's like the person DJ and Delonte got the kids. That has the kids. The person. See, there you go. You said it. See, I'm, I'm done now. He just said it. I didn't say that. You, you threw pregnancy in it. How else are they gonna have? They already them? here. <laughs> no, don't be adding no. Yeah, because they can't. <laughs> <to them. laughs> you can't. You can't pull this back. You gave them the. You gave them kids. Then it gave birth, and now we babysitting. <laughs> but so we ain't getting paid from WWE. We know they ain't paying us. But so. <laughs> that's the whole point. If we're on the road, they got to make the appearance. They got to go sign all. They, BJ and Delonte, we're in Wyoming, and they got to do an autograph on Inside Edition. <laughs> <laughs> they got to do an autograph signing at some mall in Wyoming. I don't know. It's forty thousand people there to see them. I, I'm. What am I supposed to say? And babies are us. <laughs> <laughs> hey, they, that, that's, that's not bad. Hold on, wait, wait. That's not a bad thing. Now, hold on. No, it's not a bad thing. I'm just saying, forty thousand people rolling up. And uh, children's place and babies are and motherhood maternity, which I guess now will be mother and fatherhood maternity. <laughs> See, you, 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 I'm, I'm in the kitchen cooking and you coming behind me and putting season all in my stuff now. <laughs> oh man, uh, I told you to have a gas, man. <laughs> but see, the thing is, we would, we would take care of the children because out of you got two sideline junkies is doing. The autograph signing for forty thousand people. They're doing a a, a a a meet and greet, a show face. You can't take the boys in there, so we got the boys. Man, you got the broom, but you are not cleaning this I, up. We got the boys. We on the Winnebago. Winnebago's getting gas. They don't have to worry about anything. Basically, what I'm saying: life on the road as a sideline junkie with your young children. We are a family. We take care of our own. We're going to take care of the kids while. BJ and Delonte go out there and and and, and salute the fans and and, and forty thousand people wants to meet them because you know they only paid for two, so those are two that they get. Yeah, because they're the only two they got. <laughs> so your special assignment tomorrow is to find out did they have a Caesar salad section or was it natural? Because if it was natural, we all want to know where this one came from. You know what? <laughs> We all, I'm like, for real, we really want to know where this came from. I, 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 I don't even know what to say. I'm trying here. I mean, if you got it, if you was, if you was laying back in some stirrups, I mean, you know, we, we really need to figure this one out. Because somebody's hurt. Fellas, <laughs> when y'all listen to this, I'm telling you, I didn't do it. <laughs> oh, they're going to be like, look, man, you tried to clean it up. You had the broom dustpan. Uh, Windex, Kleenex, shoot, you even hired uh, Mary Maids, and nobody can get you out of this doghouse, man. You deep into this. You just might as well go ahead and tap out this episode and just take your poison like a man. Uh, now I gotta, I gotta sit around and send texts and say, look, this is what was said. And to think you asked if I was ready for tonight, and you dropped the gem of God dang, man. Oh, man. If I would have known this is what we would walk into, we'd have spent the first four and a half hours on, on this. 
make sure y'all watching. We're gonna be on own inside edition, Maury Povich, Judge. We're gonna even go bring back Judge Joe Brown because he wanna get a piece <laughs> of this. Like man, I cannot wait. Man. Lauren Lake's paternity court, everything, man. We're gonna be on all oh, of man. I can't wait. Oh man. Good episode. Yes, indeed. <laughs> I can't wait to see the tags you're going to put on this. <laughs> yeah, Go ahead and share this one. <laughs> oh, got to put it all together. Oh, mm. man. As soon as we find out who the models are. <laughs> um, so... <laughs> oh. All right. So I guess we got to let these people go because uh, I, I might have to go and really uh, cleanse my brain on just trying to think of those two. Um, giving birth. These some cute kids, though. But uh, giving birth, man. <laughs> you know what's gonna happen? I'm going. You're gonna leave and try to cleanse your brain. I got to be the cleanup team to clean this up. You can't clean I, it up. It's your I fault. I tried, and every time I cleaned it up, I got it all nice and neat in the pile. You walk through the pile and track more dirt around the kitchen. Just take the L, man. Just take the L. <sighs> Sometimes you just got to take the L. Like, well, it is what it is. It's okay. It's all right. It's always next week. <laughs> Not nah, for me. I'm going to have to figure out something about tomorrow. <laughs> yeah, I'll tell you one thing. I'm going to the doctors on Monday. I'm getting fixed. <laughs> like, I ain't, like, ain't getting pregnant. God dang it. I ain't got time for y'all, man. God dang it. I got too many kids already. Yeah. Mm, mm, mm. And this is the level of entertainment that would be on WWE Network if they would sign us. So <laughs> if if they wasn't breaking uh, PG, we definitely was crossing some lines. I know they'd be like, what the heck is going on on this yeah. show? Like, talking about Edge and Christian. Like, no, they need to be on our show. The hottest. So should Mark Henry. Yeah. Because we still want to figure out how you father a hand. <laughs> that's, that's a whole other episode right there. Like, Mark, now we've heard of some birth defects. But what happened to the rest of the body? We really inquiring. We really need to expose it. Like that's a thirty for thirty right there. Mm. Lord rest May Young soul. But we need to figure out what the rest of that body is because that's a travesty right there. Whoo! And where is that hand? Is that like you know in the archives or something like that? Not being taken care Did of. Did it grow to become? I mean, these are gonna do. That would be pretty awesome right yeah, there. Maybe, you know, grow up to become thing and got a role waiting for him. And then when the next time they do an Adams Family movie. You know? So we got a sexual chocolate hand just running around, just running up on people. That's an HR issue. Yeah, <laughs> no matter how you slice it. It's sexual. <laughs> wait, wait, sexual. You know what? What was that last week we did that? Or was it week before last? Yeah, man. Two week before, yeah. I went. We ended the show. I took the Bluetooth speaker and I played that entire song. And and I the looks that I got from in the house, like, are you okay? What? Sexual chocolate? Leave me alone. I mean, <sighs> they don't understand. WWF, the music, Volume Four, was one of the Good greatest. Times. CDs. The first CD I ever bought for myself was WWF mm. Music Volume 4. From beginning to end. Yeah. Straight fire. Blood 
Oh, dang it. I got to do it now. Dylon, Dylon. <laughs> we got to get off this. <laughs> we have a flashback episode now, man. God dang. All right. Well, we have a callbacks of sexual chocolate. <laughs> uh, rhyme what I spit. I spit when I rhyme. I spit hot fire. Dylon. <laughs> Top 10 best wrestlers of all time. Dylon, 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 and John Cena. Damn, seen around now number 10. That's pretty big. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just joking. It's Dylon with a chain. <laughs> oh, my God. Oh, God. Yeah, we got to go now. We, we've definitely gone off yeah. the rails. And, ladies and gentlemen, neither one of us have had any alcoholic beverages. We are just high on the fact that KG has finally revealed the big secret that has been keeping the sideline junkies down. So now we can breathe freely. Um. Well, almost because we still gotta go, Maury. But <sighs> good times, man. Good times. Oh, that's it for the Saturday Night WrestleManiacs. I will keep you. We'll have commercial breaks <laughs> next week because when we don't have commercial breaks, obviously no problems. <laughs> I will keep you. We're gonna take a break just to take a break. I will keep you updated on how much my fine is because it's the more we go, I think the more it's growing. So we need some baby pictures. Post some baby uh, pictures on the website. We'll do. I, I, look, when I write the check for my fine, I'll post that too. <laughs> I, I might have to, it might have to be seventy five dollars a piece. That jeez, that's some expensive kids. God dang, jeez. And with that, we are the WrestleManiacs, and we are out of here. <laughs> This has been another Sideline Junkies production, sponsored by Anchor FM. For any questions, comments, or even if you have a show idea, you can always email the fellas, sidelinejunkies247 at gmail.com. Junkies out.